everyone. Welcome to Cannabis Tech Talks, your weekly source for news and insights at the intersection of cannabis and technology. Shout out to our title sponsor, PolyScience, for supporting this podcast. I'm Patricia Miller, Executive Editor with Cannabis and Tech Today. Joining me for this episode is Pinky Cole, founder of Slutty Vegan. Her late night vegan food idea was a huge hit, and she's now the proud owner of multiple restaurants and a line of vegan CBD gummies focused on wellness. Let's sit down with Cole and discover how she's leveraging her success in the food industry to build a nationwide cannabis brand. Well, yes. before we um, we dive into the CBD gummies, um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about Slutty Vegan and sort of what inspired you to launch the brand. So I started Slutty Vegan in 2018. And when I tell you Slutty Vegan was really just a, a concept that just popped in my brain. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna create a ghost restaurant. Cause it's something that I saw in LA and I'm doing it because I want some vegan food on a late night. And I'm gonna just create this little movement. I didn't think that at the time I had already had my dream job. I was a casting director. So I didn't think that, you know, I knew it was going to be like a good side hustle, but I had no idea that it would turn into one of the most popular concepts in the country. Um, and I started it and the first two weeks or so, you know, it was a bit slow. And then someone specific ate my food. And after she ate my food, I had literally lines down the block so much so that I got kicked out of the facility and I had to get a, a food truck and the rest is literally history. So in the past three years, I have been able to open up four locations, which I just opened up a location on Saturday in Gwinnett, Georgia, um, which is doing extremely well. Um, and then um, I have two food trucks. I've been on tour. I've been to about 30 cities. We've had amazing partnerships with Shake Shack, um, a, a book. Um, I opened up another uh, restaurant concept under the Slutty Vegan brand called Bar Vegan. Um, we've done so much community work in the community through my foundation, the Pinky Cole Group. But I literally have been able to grow an empire off of burgers and fries. And <laughs> it's been amazing because nobody expected a concept that sounds so racy to be as popular um, and as notor uh, you know, have so much notoriety as it has. Well, yeah. So the name is, is very unique. What was the uh, what was the impetus there? How did you create it? So I said, if I can connect to the two of the most pleasurable experiences and that's sex and food <laughs> as, a, as a television producer, right? Because that's my background. It's in TV. I used to work at the Maury show and all of this stuff, but I know what makes people want to pay attention. I know what bores them. I know what makes them want to change the channel. And if I could create a dialogue around something racy yet something that's been coined, boring and tasteless, and if I can merge two of those worlds because they have so much contrast, I know that I would have something that people pay attention to. And I did that. And in the beginning, I got some heat, some, you know, some negative feedback, but I didn't let that deter me from really being mission driven in the brand because I just wanted to meet people where they were. If I knew I, if I called it Pinky's Vegan, like nobody was coming, but calling it slutty vegan and making people ask like, well, why in the world would they name that and, and name the burgers after racy raunchy names but 
at the end of the day, teaching people how to reimagine food. I knew, I knew if I could do that and get people to pay attention um, and get the meat eaters to pay attention, then I was doing something right. Wow. So it's very deliberate strategizing there. It's very deliberate. I'm very intentional in everything that I do. Everything. It sounds like it when it's paying off. That's exciting. Yeah. And it's paying off really well. The burgers are, what's your meat substitute? Um, so we use a couple. We use Impossible. We use Beyond. We use Incognito. Um, we use a, a, some other few no names, and then we also make some stuff in house. Um, okay, cool. which I like the I like the variety because people want to have choices, right? Some people like Impossible, and some people like Beyond Meat. And I want people to feel like they can walk into my establishment and get what they want, not what's just available. Okay, I like that. So, how did this passion for for food and um, brand strategy, how did that translate into your new interest in CBD? So, well, first of all, a lot of people around me use weed, medical marijuana. Um, And, you know, some people don't use it as, you know, a medical marijuana resource. Right. So I realized that that whole world was was a world that I could exist in. And I know that there's so many health properties. So when I started to look into CBD, I'm like, okay, CBD is pretty cool. CBD can provide you with a lot of the healing properties, um, especially because once upon a time using CBD and marijuana was considered taboo in America, right? Mm -hmm. So to be able to offer a unique product to people in my community that can can help them with their pain, can help them with their anxiety to, to calm them down and to do the things that we resort to other options for. It's a, a no brainer and it's a game changer, especially because we are moving in a space where more people are using CBD and more people are using uh, marijuana. And because Slutty Vegan is such a forward thinking brand, I knew that it would be right on brand to do something like that. Um, and then even beyond that, when I thought about like the, the vegan and plant based space, the, the gummies that we use they're are whole plant extracts with in- organic ingredients, right? So they include a base uh, that doesn't have animal gelatin in it. And most of the CBD gummies do, right? And mm-hmm. this is something different. So people who are plant-based and vegan don't even have to compromise when they try our CBD gummies. I love that. It's uh, some of our staff here um, is vegan and we did a whole piece a few months ago, just trying to explore and find different vegan gummies because gummies are, are one of the top edibles, um, like edible sectors as gummies. So I think going in a vegan direction is super important. Have you run into challenges like sourcing vegan ingredients for, for the bases? Um, so we haven't run into any challenges. Um, but it's also very new on the market on this side, right? So you know, convincing people that you should try this and it's okay to try. Um, and I think that the people are still introducing themselves into the CBD world, right? I, th- I think it's, it's very new to some people. So while you go into some other states and CBD has been around for quite some time, you know, in, in Georgia, it's like, okay, this is kind of new. Like, what yeah. is this? Like, how can we benefit from this? Um, that's probably like the, the, the biggest challenge, um, but anything add to that, it's been really like smooth sailing and um, we have a really great partner. So we're excited about where this could go in the future. Um, you know, we, we did our test run and sold out in the first couple of days. 
So that just told me that, okay, this is a market that that people will consume. Um, and then the long-term goal here is to be able to have nationwide distribution so that our CBD gummies are in all the CBD stores, um, are in all states, all cities. Um, and we could just spread that slutty vegan goodness through CBD um, in other stores. Experience the precision of the high-tech USA mini-weigher with 0.01 gram load cell accuracy. Looking for reliable cannabis automation? The high-tech USA mini-weigher delivers exceptional performance, dispensing up to 60 units per minute at 1 gram and 3.5 gram target weights. Our mini-weigher feeder unit boasts premium features, including a built-in keep screen, LED light kit, and a diverting collection weight check reject bucket. Call 800-504-7120 or email support at hightechusa.com. I love it. And I, I know your restaurant, um, you know, has drawn some big celebrity names. You've got like Ludacris and Tyler Perry and people coming to visit you. Are you thinking about, you know, maybe getting a celebrity endorsement for your line? So, you know, it's funny that you said that. So Slutty Vegan is like a celebrity, right? So like if I had to put a, a, a persona to Slutty Vegan, Slutty Vegan is like a young up and coming rapper. Um, (laughs) who's a conscious rapper that's always on tour goes on goes on tour does a lot for the community um and you know it's just this budding superstar right so when you talk about like getting a celebrity to endorse the brand I feel like Slutty Vegan is its own celebrity um but what I will do is continue to have people naturally endorse the brand um like they do when they come to the restaurant and eat the food um, and I've never had to pay anybody to come and eat the food. People just love the brand that much and they want to be a part of the big picture. And that tells me that we are doing something right. Like we are really changing the way that people see food because 97% of the people who come to Slutty Vegan aren't even vegan. These wow. people are meat eaters. So that means that we've already figured it out with the vegans. Now we're, we're getting these non-vegans to really hop over to the other side. And even if they don't want to hop to the other side, just making them feel good about um, having alternative options in their diet. Do you see a lot of that brand strategy kind of translating into what you're doing with CBDs? Um, absolutely. Um, you know, this is not the last thing that we'll be doing with CBD. We're, we're trying out some Um, we're actually doing some testing right now for some CBD food options, maybe some CBD cookies. So we're, we're, we're trying out different things and exploring different options. Um, and, and that's just not on the food front. That's on the the drink front too. Like there's so many ways that we can go and we can infuse healthier living into the food. Um, and, and that part is cool, right? Because now we're making it super duper cool for you while you're eating good at the same time. It's like a no brainer. Oh yeah. And you're um you're a new mom, is that right? I'm a very new mom. I have a five month old. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! Yes. That's huge. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. I have a five month old, and she's amazing. And she had her first ribbon cutting on Saturday. Oh, at my grand opening, so she was like, "Who are all these people, and what is going on?" But um, it was beautiful. It was really dope. I'm always curious to hear from moms and how they like. How do you balance being professional, pursuing your dreams, like going for it, packing your schedule, and then having your your baby with you? I mean, I've had friends who are just like, oh, you just take the kid with you everywhere. <laughs> you know? But I, yeah. how do you balance it? 
it's called help. Yeah. <laughs> my mother is my, my biggest help. She helps me so much. Um, and, and I can do half of what I do without my mother and obviously my partner, um, he, you know, he, he's at home with us and he's also a, a entrepreneur as well. So my mother supports us in being able to follow our dreams and have that balance. Um, and balance is really good. You know, um, I don't want to feel like having a child is preventing me from following my dreams. And I also don't want to feel like, um, you know, I got to limit myself of being a mother just because I want to follow my dream. So my mother allows me a space to not have that mommy guilt, to be able to do what I do and provide a life for my daughter um, and my future kids to come if I have any more. Um, and, you know, everybody can't say that they have that level of support, but I do. And I'm very grateful for it. And I don't take it for granted. Yeah. Well said. Thank God for family. Thank God for family. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I think something that comes up in the CBD space is um, a talk about moms using it and how it can be a helpful alternative to, you know, some of the more, I don't want to say traditional, but more frequently used wind down tools, you know, like a glass of wine or whatever, you know, a Xanax or something, God forbid. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about CBD as kind of an alternative for, for moms and people who are, who are looking to still be engaged Oh, I love it. I I use, I I eat my own CBD gummies now. Like when I have a long day at work and I come home and I just want to wind down, I'm always usually very tense because I'm dominating all my meetings. I'm having all my calls. um, I'm coaching. I'm leading. I'm guiding people. I'm meeting. I'm doing so much. So by the time I get home, I'm just exhausted. So when I take the CBD gummy, it really like allows me to take the edge off and I can just chill. And there's nothing better than being able to come home and take your clothes off and relax, take a gummy, just chill and just sit back and just reflect on the day. Like those are the little things that mean a lot to me. So I recommend it. You know, I feel like the the new mom and when I say the new mom, the working mom, which there are a lot of us, the working mom has so many pressures on her to be a entrepreneur to be a leader in the workplace and then to come home and be a mom and to be a homemaker and to be all of these things. Sometimes we just need some time for ourselves, and that's okay. Yeah. Well said. I think um, you've touched on your community engagement and a lot of new businesses when they're just getting going, they're thinking about profits and not necessarily how to give back. Um, How is kind of being part of your community part of your strategy for, for success? So the reason why I'm successful is because of the community. Like none of this would be possible if it wasn't for the people who stand in line for two hours a day to support me. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm very honored and blessed that, you know, I can utilize my platform and resources to create an ecosystem for people to have better opportunities because in turn, it's like good karma that good karma comes back to me in the form of more customers in my store. So it's a win-win on both sides. I get to help the community and the community continues to help me pay my bills, uh, employ uh, and give people opportunities um, and be able to like, just provide the help that people need. Um, And it's all because the people who patronize my business, I love helping people. I love giving people opportunities. I love giving them resources to be better and, and, and get out of this circumstance. Um, I love helping entrepreneurs. Just recently, I did an uh, activation where I signed up 40 entrepreneurs to get their LLCs. So little things like that um, 
just, you know, just shows me that like, as long as I continue to foster what the community needs, the community will always take care of me. And I think other businesses should do it too. Yeah, that's beautifully said. And do you, when you're doing this like engagement, are you just like talking to people? Are you putting up like flyers? How do you get the word out about, you know, philanthropic stuff that you're, you're doing or looking for people to help? Oh, I just posted on my page. We have such a cult following that anything that we do, people are, people go crazy about it. Like I just did a Christmas give back um, where I, I told everybody what you grab is what you keep. And I had a line wrapped around the block. So the, the, the type of give backs I do, I just promote them on my page. Hey, we're doing a give back. We're giving out free coats. We're giving out free food, whatever you need. We got you. And people know that we're genuine and we mean well. So anybody who is in need, um, whether they have a lot of money or don't, they, they come and whatever they need, we take care of them. Um, and, and, and I honestly think like that philanthropic effort that we've been doing since the very beginning keeps us naturally in the news, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and and it's not, that part is like, we, we, we don't say, okay, all right, we're doing something. We need to go to the news, but people hear about the good that we do in the community and they want to talk about it because they know that we're genuine in what we do and we love to help people. And with, you said you had five locations now, is that right? I have four slutty vegans, one bar vegan and one, um, and I'm working on two more right now and that's Athens and Columbus. Wow. That's so cool. How do you, um, are you familiar with all the communities where you're opening or how do you kind of introduce yourself when you go into a new market? So, so basically I do a few things. I, um, I, I go into vegan food insecure areas, area, area, developing areas that are kind of dying areas that are dying. And then I go in and I help to revitalize that community. But I do that because I know that when slutty vegan gets to a specific community, there will be so many people that will come. Um, and, 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 um, I have a 70 to 30% portfolio. So 70% of the properties I purchase 30%, um, I lease and I buy the, I, like I said, I buy the, the ground and, and I put the business there so that I can help other businesses do well in that area. Nice. That's, yeah. that's so cool. Um, and what advice would you offer, you know, other entrepreneurs who are looking to get into the CBD space? do it now yeah before everybody hop, before everybody hop on a bandwagon do it right now while while you can disrupt the industry mm-hmm. um and and cbd you know doesn't necessarily have to just be for human consumption like uh, dogs like uh, figure out ways to get creative with cbd hire a scientist like like there's so many things that you can do but i think now is the right time to do that, especially with the, with COVID, the pandemic, the economic downturn, like people want to live better, eat healthier. They, with, with all of these illnesses and ailments, people just want to feel better. So if you're going to do it, do it now and just make sure that you do your research. Yeah. Well said. And there are so many areas you can get into. There's like, I just interviewed like a horse CBD company, not that long ago. So yeah. Yeah. To get his own. Um, is there anything you'd like me to take away from this conversation that maybe we didn't touch on? Um, 
that that slutty vegan is going to go into every single market and disrupt that space and the first market outside of burgers and fries is cbd and i'm looking forward to what the future holds in that cbd market and i'm also looking forward to disrupting that space if you'd like to learn more about emerging cannabis technologies be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to cannabis tech talks You can pick up the most recent issue of Cannabis and Tech Today on Barnes & Noble newsstands across the country, or grab a copy for free on canatechtoday.com. This podcast is produced in part by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Visit prettyeasypodcasts.com if you're looking for professional production quality at an affordable rate. Until next time, stay elevated. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. From Cheech and Chong? Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Durachill. Uh, this is Durachill. This is Durachill. This is Durachill. No. Hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. You can't go wrong. This show was produced by Cannabis Tech Today and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com now if you're looking to get professional production help on your own podcast at an affordable rate. Pretty Easy Podcasts, making podcasting pretty easy. Pretty Easy Podcasts.